Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another post-game celebratory episode of JD's Wildcat World. On this episode, I recap the big win against Georgia at home as the Cats win by a score of 105 to 96. And um, I think this one will forever be known as the Big Z game. Uh, Zvonimir Avicic gets cleared today and comes in and has a great debut. Um, we'll get into that, plus other things that went really well for the Cats. They just played an all-around great offensive game. Um, anytime you put up over 100 points, I don't care who it is against, um, I'm going to be happy with the offensive effort. So um, just a very solid game. Uh, before we get into the stats and that kind of thing, I am going to go right into Big Z's debut. Um, I feel like that's the story of the game in general. Um, I know we put up 105, but the college basketball world uh, and Big Blue Nation all could not get enough of Big Z um, as he came in, played 16 minutes, which, you know, I had several people messaging me before the game once the news broke that he was clear. I didn't expect him to play today, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, he comes in, not only plays – but plays super well and uh, contributes hugely and to us getting that win. Um, as he goes for 13 points and five rebounds, three of four from three, five of seven from the field. And the moment, uh, the the moment of him checking in the game to a loud uh, uproar from the Rupp crowd uh, was a great moment. But then that was just um, the appetizer. Because when he came in, first of all, the behind-the-back pass to Antonio Reeves was an amazing sequence, man. That was so fun. And, uh, you know, the fast break, we come down, and he stand, uh, he's standing right by the goal. Uh, we throw it to him, and uh, he tips it back to Reeves behind the back after getting a block. Just a very good uh, debut for Big Z, and he does – Definitely a lot of things that we need him to do. Uh, he can advance the ball in transition. He did that a couple times tonight. Of course, the behind-the-back pass to Reeves, hitting an open three. Um, I'm watching the highlights on SEC Network right now as we speak. But uh, just, you know, the college basketball world's going crazy. Uh, that, you know, this talented Kentucky team is adding this big 7-2 guy that can step out and drain a three um, and do several things. You know, he can – I mean, he had that one move where he's standing at the elbow, spins, and almost throws it down on the guy's head, and then later on, of course, dunked. Um, but, you know, he adds an element to this team that makes them even better and even more fun than they were before. Um, that's just, you know. And then not only was he hitting open threes, he buried one with a guy right in his grill. I mean – and just completely buried it, um, and I'm very excited, as you can tell. I'm excited to see what he has. Um, I, everything I saw tonight, even on the defensive end, um, and that's really, you know, I was talking um, the other day. They were asking when he comes back, you know, what, what can I expect? You know, the offensive 13-point outburst was awesome. But I'm looking forward to him just being there to rebound, to block shots. Um, and he showed tonight that he's very capable of that. Only playing 16 minutes, recording three blocks. Um, that's what we need him to do. 
and uh, I think that's what he will do. Uh, he will just continue to get better, especially on the defensive end. There were some uh, times he got beat on backdoor cuts or a guy cut right in front of his face. But, he, you know, I, from what I gather, he's not been allowed to practice with the team since the summertime. Um, he might have been able to at the very beginning of the season, but by NCAA rules, uh, he was not allowed to – I mean, I'm sure he did individual workouts, um, but uh, as far as teamwork – together i don't think he's been able to do much of that since the season began so um very excited big z is finally free and um i liked his post-game interview with the sec network where you know they asked him what what was your reaction to getting cleared and just um him saying him and cal were crying in his office and jumping up and down because they're so excited and i love it for the kid because he could have easily not came back after the holiday break when he went home, there was word around the team that I'd heard that, you know, there was a possibility of him not coming back. And uh, I think I touched on this around that time. I would have understood it. Um, I just hated the whole situation for him, but he stuck it out. He wanted to come back himself because there was a chance that this could happen. He gets clear, you know, and next thing you know, we hang 105 on an SEC opponent, and he's got 13 points in 16 minutes. So... Um, um, once again, can't say enough good things. Um, another dimension to this team that was already absolutely stacked, that it could absolutely score it at will, um, you know, with a full roster and a Duthiero still being out. So minus one, still hanging 105 against any SEC opponent is definitely a good thing. So there's my two cents on Big Z. Super glad to get him. Um, especially going into a hostile road environment at South Carolina. I think it'll be big to have him down there too as well. So um, I sound like a giddy child. I know. You ought to have heard me while this sequence was going on watching the game. You all would have thought I was a preschooler because I was <laughs> I was laughing. I was giddy. I was screaming. I was almost in tears. I was so happy um, because as Big Blue Nation, this is the kind of team that we have wanted for several years, going back to Fox and Monk, I think was the last team that was just so much fun to watch on offense, especially offense, but just has so many weapons that they can get you from any position on the floor at any time. When you have Trey Mitchell, Antonio Reeves, DJ Wagner, Reed Shepard, um, you know, Aaron Bradshaw even did some good things tonight. You've got all those guys and you add Big Z and Rob Dillingham when he's on. He had an off night tonight, but that's he was due for one because he's been really hot lately. You have all these different weapons, and they gel together so well um, that, you know, I say to, for the rest of the country, you all better watch out because we're coming. Um, you know, I'm, I, I, I can't say a bad thing about the Cats tonight. The only thing that I would maybe pick out a little bit was the ending of the game, the last 10 to 12 minutes. Um, we were up like 92 to 68, something like that. And from that point on, got outscored by a lot to end the game. A lot of that had to do with the refs calling a lot of touch fouls on us. Georgia was in the double bonus early, got a lot of easy free throws. Um, but I do believe the defense has to get better. But, man, I was very impressed with the first 30 minutes defensively as well. Only giving up 68 up until that point, uh, which is good for this team. Uh, you would say, 68, you should give that up in a in – a, whole game but you know the way as fast as we play that's what people have got to understand um and i understand we do give up a lot of points per game 
But when you play as fast as we do, you're going to give up points. Um, that's something that I need people to understand. Um, when you play as fast as we do, when you're putting up 105 a game, odds are you're going to give up 90, at least 90 a game because you play so quick. You know, you're putting so much out on offense that the other team is going to score as well. So um, I wouldn't freak out too much about the defense, to be honest with you, especially when we are doing what we're doing on offense. So um, we go 14 of 25 from three. You all know, I say this every episode, I think 25 threes is the magic number. 14 threes tonight. That's huge. If you hit 14 threes in a game, uh, with this team, this firepower, I don't see anybody beating you, to be honest with you. No, it would have to be a heck of an effort for someone to beat us when we make 14 threes. Out-rebounded them by two. Um, had 11 more assists than them. That's a big number, too. 11 more assists than Georgia for the total game as a team. And we also shot 62%. When you shoot that well <laughs> with as many shot attempts as we took, um, you know that's also a recipe for success. Want to dive in a little bit into the rest of the box score. Trey Mitchell led the way and was scoring 23 points, five boards, four assists, eight of 10 from the field, one of two from three. He was extremely efficient, uh, hit several free throws as well. I want to take a minute to say I think Trey's getting better at the free throw line. He struggled uh, early on in the season, but he's doing great things. Um, had an off game a couple games ago, but really stepped it up tonight. Antonio Reeves is just your consistent 20-point per game scorer. Uh, he has 21 again tonight, five boards, four assists, did a little bit of everything, got to the rim, shot four threes, hit two of them um, in 37 minutes. So he's your he's old reliable, Antonio Reeves is. And uh, I want to shout out DJ Wagner, 18 points, 10 assists. Um, for any of my listeners um, – that have conversations with me that want to tell me DJ Wagner is not who should be leading this team at point guard. I want to go out on a limb and vaguely say you are 110% incorrect in my opinion. Um, and you know, it's my platform, so I'm going to give you my opinion. And, um, if anybody is thinking that and trust me, some of you are going to be like, what, what, how's that even possible? If you watch these games, how can you, say that he is not the right guy for this team. He has 18 points, 10 assists tonight, and you still got people saying he's not what he needs to be. And I, I think that's completely incorrect. He continues to get better and better. Extremely efficient night tonight. 8 of 10 from the field, 2 of 3 from deep. And uh, I know he missed the wide-open layup. That one already would have had 20, but uh, 18 and 10, if he can do that every night, folks. That's, I mean... I, if you have a point guard that dishes out 10-plus assists a game, that's really a very good weapon to have. Aaron Bradshaw, six points, three boards. Um, Justin Edwards, six points and three boards. He actually, Edwards actually fouled out. Um, you know, neither one of those guys have to be superstars for us. I thought Bradshaw did some great things. Um, he also got beat a couple times on defense, um, but that's going to happen. Um, Reed Shepard off the bench, 12 points, five assists. You know, Reed's Reed. Four or five from the field. All those shots were threes, and he only missed one. Uh, the guy's just a bucket. He is an absolute bucket, um, and he does so many other things well, getting his teammates involved. And, uh, you know, take a minute. 
to touch on Rob Dillingham. One of six from the field, 0 of three from three with two points. Also dished out two assists and had a rebound. Um, you know, he was due for an off game. Um, he hasn't had very many this year, um, and I, I'm still all good with Rob. He dished it to Big Z a couple times, um, and Big Z buried the three, so uh, you could tell Rob was still very much into it, and, uh, you know, he's due for an off game every once in a while. But that's the thing. We've got so many guys that a couple guys being off doesn't hurt us that bad. Um, and granted, we might run into a team that it will hurt us, but tonight did not with Rob being off, and um, the Cats win by nine, of course. And you know, you also know that I was all about uh, Abdur Rahim for Georgia on this podcast on the preview um, a couple of days ago. I did not expect him to go for 34, but um, he is a very good player. Uh, would not surprise me if he's a late round draft pick and goes and plays some minutes in the NBA. Uh, I think he's a very good guard who can shoot it. 7 of 14 from 3, 8 of 16. But, uh, you know, Damari did well too. I mentioned him. He had 22. But other than that, they just didn't have anybody that did much at all. We did shut down Thomason, which was huge. He was 0 of 4 from 3, 2 of 10 um, from the field. So, great job on him. Um, someone had to score for him. So, Abdurrahim gets his and uh, Damari as well. But overall, you know, I want to even commend Trey Mitchell and Aaron Bradshaw for the defense played on Shewa. He played 29 minutes, only had four points. He did grab nine boards, but, um, you know, very solid job on the defensive end from our big guys. And I want to shout out Hugo as well. Um, Hugo had another game where he had, I think, two blocks uh, in 15 minutes. He was huge, had two uh, dunks or layups, two of two from the field, had also five rebounds. And I saw something in a CBS article written by Matt Norlander uh, right after the game. I saw that Hugo is number one in the nation in defensive rebound rate, and that is crazy because it doesn't seem like he rebounds all that much. But for the time played, for 15 minutes a game, and he's grabbing five boards, um, I can see that stat being correct. So I want to shout out him. He's, he's done what we need him to do. He does not have to be a superstar. And he hasn't been. He has done his he, – he has figured out his role, and he is playing it exceptionally well. And I think Adu Thierro is going to do the same thing when he eventually comes back. He, Adu already had his role uh, when he got injured, and he was playing it well. So um, very proud overall and very excited at the same time. As you can tell, I'm getting giddy again. But just a very overall – Great performance um, besides the last 10, 12. But like I said, uh, you're not ever going to hear me complain about a 105-point performance, especially when we come out with the win comfortably. Gave up 96, but the game was never in question. Um, and you're not going to hear me complain about that. So I also want to shout out the crowd. Um, weather in Kentucky um, has been crazy this last week. And uh, – BBN showed up, showed out, was loud the whole time. Like I said, the eruption for Big Z. I'm jealous of the people that went. I wish I was I was there uh, to experience that moment. That moment will live on forever. But um, I know for a fact I'll be there for the Florida game in a couple weeks and get to see him play. So uh, that'll be huge. That'll be fun. Um, but, you know, that's a very good win over a solid team. I think Georgia's a tournament team uh, that dropped them to 13-5. and five. Um, 
I think they're a tournament team. I'll take the win at home. And now we shift our focus to a quad one opportunity at South Carolina. Um, haven't dug too much into the South Carolina tape. I did watch a little bit of their game against Georgia the other night where they lost. Georgia went into South Carolina and beat them. Um, so, you know, I have no reason to believe we can't do the same. After we just handled Georgia. Uh, South Carolina comes in 15-3. and three. I only have lost three games this year. Have had a pretty easy schedule. Um, but, you know, we lost down here last year um, when we should not have South Carolina. I know we, we didn't have the best year last year. Still no excuse to lose at South Carolina, um, in my opinion. That should have been a win last year. But can we bounce back this year? I think we can. Michi Johnson leads South Carolina, averaging 17.2 points a game. Um, and they have a guy that you all might remember. Uh, he played at Vandy the last couple of years, Miles Studi. Uh, lit us up in the SEC tournament last year, I want to say. And uh, he's averaging right at 10 points a game. Uh, I think he was injured. I think he was out today. Um, they won at Arkansas. Um, I know he was out the game before. Um, yes, it looked like he he was out again today. So, I don't know. You know, anytime a player's injured, it seems like they come back against Kentucky. <laughs> but um, we'll see. If he's out, that's definitely a good thing for us, in my opinion. B.J. Mack, their forward also has emerged as of late. He's averaging right at 14 a game um, for the Gamecocks. So, you know, I – holy crap. I'm just <laughs> – it's crazy when you see somebody and you realize that you, <laughs> you are a former AAU teammate with him. I did not realize he was at South Carolina now. Okay, B.J. Mack, <laughs> he was, uh, that's crazy. Um, I played in a national AAU basketball tournament with a team called Each One Teach One in middle school. And uh, B.J. Mack was like our leading scorer. He was a big guy, but even then, he's now 6'8", 270. Um, so that's crazy. But, uh, you know, it's crazy to see guys that you played with succeeding at such a high clip. And um, I promise you he'll be a load for us. He's a forward. Uh, that's insane. I, I read the name B.J. Mack, and I'm like, that name sounds familiar when you click on his picture. And um, he's from Charlotte. He was good back then, and he's obviously even better now as he scored 18 today against Arkansas. So uh, he was about 6'3", 6'4", in middle school, and uh, he shot up to 6'8", uh, and is playing very well for South Carolina. So uh, shout out, B.J., uh, BJ Mack, and uh, you know, hopefully we can shut him down. Trey Mitchell, <laughs> Trey Mitchell, get ready, because uh, he he's low down low. But uh, back to my focus, that just completely caught me off guard. Um, I thought he was at Sanford at one point. Um, I know Quez Glover, who was also on that team, uh, is at Sanford. But uh, BJ Mack now at South Carolina and doing good things. So you know, he'll be a load. Um, and, um, I still like the cats. Um, and this game is at seven Tuesday night in Columbia. Uh, but you know, I like the cats to win this game. Um, South Carolina only averaging 73 points a game, 
but they only give up 65. So, uh, I think it'll be a tough environment. I don't think it'll be as tough as Texas A&M or Florida was. Um, I think it'll be rocking, but not as, not as much. Um, and you know, we just added a very valuable piece to our, our roster. And uh, I think the Cats win this one, and I will say by a score of 94 to 83. I think we win by 11 points. And um, MVP, um, you know, it's we we I struggle with this every episode. Who to pick for MVP? There's so many guys, um, but um, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I like DJ Wagner. I like DJ Wagner be MVP. Um, you know, if it wasn't for Big Z's breakout performance tonight, DJ probably would have been the MVP. But, of course, I, I think, in my opinion, you have to give it to Big Z as he came in and did a great job. But um, I'll take DJ. He's improving at a great clip. Um, I don't see anybody on this roster, on South Carolina's roster, that can prevent him from getting to the rim. Um, and that was a trouble for Georgia tonight. And that's going to be trouble for teams on into conference playing in the tournament. I think, you know, it's going to be very hard for them to stop DJ from getting to the rim. He's just got to finish it. Lately, he has been. And um, it's, you know, seems going to be dangerous. Uh, you know, two top ten teams lost, at least two. Kansas lost to a very bad West Virginia team today. Like West Virginia sitting at 6-11 and 11 on the year. Um, and Duke lost to a Pitt team that was 1-5 in the ACC and 10-7 and overall. So, uh, two teams in front of us fall. Um, if you all know me, know my opinions, I think Duke, honestly, one of the biggest fraudulent teams in the NCAA. To be honest with you, they haven't played anybody hardly. Um, you know, they squeaked by and went a home game against Georgia Tech last week by like four points. Should have lost that game, and then they rise up in the rankings. I don't get that. Um, I'm still not a believer of the Duke train. Maybe I'll be wrong later on into the year, um, but – I think uh, you know they're they're not very good right now. Kansas, that loss honestly baffled me because I think Kansas is pretty good. To be honest with you, um, at the beginning of the year, I thought us and Kansas were the best two teams in the country. I don't think that anymore. I think we still are, um, but you know when you go lose to a six eleven West Virginia team. No, I don't think you can really be considered one of the best in the country. But I guarantee you the media will not grill Kansas and Duke like they grilled us when we lost to Wilmington. So um, last time I checked, Wilmington's now 12-5 and five and leading their conference. So, uh, But you, you won't hear that um, when we're talking about losses. You won't hear the bad loss for Duke or Kansas because uh, for some reason that's just how it is. But the point in all that is – Hopefully the Cats rise up to maybe top. I doubt they go up to the top five, but maybe sixth or seventh. I could see um, we keep climbing back up slowly, steady. You know, you keep winning games. You keep take, taking care of business. And um, we we should be right there in the conversation for a top three to number one team. I, you know, Purdue's got some tough teams in the Big Ten to beat. Um, I don't. I haven't looked at their schedule, so I'm, I don't know if they get Wisconsin on the road or not. That would be one they could drop. Um, this is college basketball. So, you know, these teams, I mean, heck, we could go drop one to South Carolina on Tuesday. I mean, when you go on the road in conference play, it is a whole other level. And um, we'll, we'll see how these cats respond. Um, I thought they did a great job. 
uh, against Florida. Did a, I mean, I know we lost, but they did a heck of a job at A&M responding when things got tough at A&M. Granted, we come away with a loss in that one, but still stuck it out, still fought to the very end and uh, forced overtime there. So I like our chances on Tuesday night. And, uh, you know, after tonight, how could you not? I mean, that's the question I got to ask. How am I going to pick this? And you, I hear people say, you know, are you going to ever pick us to lose? You know, according to JD, we're going to win every game. And that, that's been said to me. Um, my, I'm a realist. And, um, you know, if I think there's a game we're going to lose, I'm going to tell you. And once again, all these are my opinions. But uh, if you look at this team tonight, and you granted you can say defensive struggles towards the end, that's one thing you could say. But offensively, we were near perfect. Um, and I just I can't pick any of these smaller SEC schools that we should beat every year to to beat us when we're playing the way we are. I just cannot do it. So maybe I'll be wrong, but we'll see. Um, I like the Cats to get another big win on the road and move to 15-3. and three. And then, after the at South Carolina, we go at Arkansas. And College Game Day announced today that they are going to be in Fayetteville for that Arkansas game. Because, of course, they are. Um, you know, we'll get back, we'll get into the Arkansas preview um, after the, the South Carolina game. But really quick, I want to touch on Arkansas has been terrible all year long. 10-8 and eight now. I think they're 0 and 4 in conference play. No, they beat they beat somebody. So they're like 1 and 4 or 1 and 3 in conference play. Um but uh that's not going to be as easy of a win as I thought it was going to be before the announcement of college game day. Um that place is now going to be absolutely rocking. It's usually rocking anyway for Kentucky games, but I think they're going to be more amped up than before. Uh, we went in there last year and won the very last game of the season. Uh, so can we do it again? That'll be another interesting uh, um, thing to see. But another week, two games, both on the road. Um, you know, let's see how we respond to that. Uh, we haven't had both games on the road yet in conference play. Uh, this is our first week where both of our games are on the road. So um, we'll see how we respond. I like the Cats at least on Tuesday. Um, we'll see about Saturday, but I do like the Cats on Tuesday night to come out with an 11-point victory, 94-83. to 83. DJ Wagner, my MVP, MVP pick, and uh, you all let me know what you think. I've had several people ask me for a post-game episode. I know this is a little later than usual. So you all probably won't be hearing this till the morning, but thank you all for requesting me do this. I, I got it in after the football game and let all the other college basketball games get final so I can see who won and lost them. And uh, until next time, this has been JD's Wildcat World. The Big Z game has been recapped. Um, shout out NCAA for finally clearing him. Wish they would have done it a lot sooner. Uh, we might potentially be talking about a different record for the Cats if they had cleared him at the beginning of the year. Uh, but you know, he's here now. Let's make the most of it. Let's keep winning games, keep building our resume, and uh, we can do that on Tuesday by winning a quad one game at South Carolina. So that will look good for a resume. We need a resume builder, and uh, at South Carolina would be a heck of a way to do that. So um, thank you all once again for listening. This one's been fun. It was super fun watching that game. Um, like I said, I was like a giddy 
giddy child. So uh, thank you all and continue to like, listen, rate, share, subscribe, review. And um, until next time where we're hopefully recapping a win against South Carolina. Uh, this has been JD's Wildcat World. As always, thank you and go Cats.